Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Hello, everybody. This is a very odd, but um, welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast episode 356, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> so uh, to, I'm Otto, and tonight we're joined with uh, Nick Pacone. What's Extremist Bab. Hello. <laughs> and very special guest and saver of the stream, uh, Jack Lloyd. Yeah. All thank right. You. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for bringing me back into the the fold because I was about to like rage quit the podcast and you'll never see me ever again. Yeah. Uh, just because I, I I knew tonight would be filled with technical difficulties. My first night trying to record myself because Jared is uh, clearly absent tonight. He was busy with other stuff. We well, went we over. Feel, like, are we worried yeah. that that like the like the deep state is taking him out? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's he's alive and well. Um, but yeah, Wait, so is, it, but, is that Jared's like name for his wife's vagina? The deep state. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Does this have anything to do? I think there was an EMP strike in Jared's neighborhood. Okay, let's yeah, just give him the benefit of the doubt and say he would be here with us if it wasn't for that EMP strike that's temporarily <laughs> taken him out. Out of yeah, north northwest Baltimore, yeah, just just, just his neighborhood. But yeah, so uh, I knew this was my first night recording, so yeah, I knew something was bound to happen. <laughs> and I even thought I even tried to do it early. I was like, you know, I'm going to do this like about an hour early, make sure everything's smart or, un- or everything running smooth. And yeah, well, it is what it is. But I'm glad you guys we all decided to record tonight. Right. <laughs> 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 oh boy that was oh, funny boy. see i see i would not be able to do funny things like that so for people listening uh <laughs> jack he's messing with the, stri- with the picture that's the stream now i'm in control dude this is so cool not only do we have jack on the show but we have him like able to like do fun shit like that so uh yeah yeah. Dude, welcome to the to the punk rock libertarians, Jack. This is yeah. freaking great. And uh, wow. uh, yeah, you've just, just been killing it lately. The the stuff with Tom Woods and the, the oh my god, I'm just dying, just <laughs> dying over the shorts and Hawaiian shirts. Can you like what's yeah. going on there? Like, has he surrendered yet? Nah, he's pretty stubborn when it comes to those things. I I uh, yeah, I like ribbon him a bit when it comes to his fashion not because you know i mean he you know he's got his style of clothes that he does and he rocks it well but sometimes he thinks he's gonna say something that's a little you know more popular and then when he says it he's like oh okay whoops <laughs> he doesn't realize the uh, the monster he has just awakened when he criticizes shorts well- at the end of the day, he's still a conservative PhD, and he's not the people that follow him. Yeah. It's like- well, for, first, he came out against Hawaiian shirts. Okay. Right. Now, yeah. this this basically goes against, I would say, the punk rock libertarian fan base, like, core <laughs> wardrobe, like, at this point, right? Like, I mean, coming out as a libertarian, coming out, like, anti, you know, boog attire, you know, right. that's so... I mean, that's also come against shorts. I'm like, wow, this guy's really, 
he's really, you know, really taking some chances. Well, the yeah. only way he could have made me more upset is if he tried to come out against Jenko jeans. <laughs> and I would have really had problems. Right. Oh, my you God. take my cargoes, but you don't get my Jenkos. With fiery dice in the back. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he well, played I it safe. <laughs> I mean, What's you that? can only talk about COVID and, uh, you know, for so long. You can only talk about, um, you know, those uh, award-winning, eco- I mean, uh, Nobel Prize-winning economists or uh, Contra Krugman. You know, it's like the, he's got the same topics have to get boring eventually, right? So now it's fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. <laughs> now Tom Woods is going to be the guy that we're, we're all looking to for our fashion advice. He's going to help us. Well, he's going to be successful like him. I mean, Jack Lloyd's biggest hit to date was absolutely Tom Woods' house. Like, <laughs> that's that's the one that I'm bumping when I'm driving down the street. I'm glad. Can, can, can we play that on the show? Like, that <laughs> is. You can do whatever you want. This is, that is, a this is Jack's. This is Jack's yeah, dream, and we're to, just living in it right now. Any way to cue that up? Um, let me see. I can play the audio from it. Um, I del- I didn't preload the video kind of thing because I'd have to upload that. Uh, but yeah, I, I can definitely play. You want it, you want me to play it? Absolutely. Yeah, why not? I haven't heard it in a couple hours. Why yeah. not? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let me uh, grab it. It's, a it's not as funny without Jack's face actually doing the Tom Woods house. <laughs> he can do the he can do the face live. I, I could do yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, that was a fun music video. We were, we were short on time trying to do it. Um, it was tough, no lie. It was it was very hard. Oh, here we go. I got to find it because I just realized. No, that's good. Category. Here we go. Okay. Everybody chilling, ooh, Tom Woods house. Bob Murphy grilling suit, Tom Woods house. Michael Malice killing booze, Tom Woods house. Gold double What part of the song confuses Tom more? The lyrics or just the song itself? Oh, that means to say in privatization, Tom Woods house. Big celebration, Tom Woods house. Pouring libations, Tom Woods house. Drink a bottle of the goose, Tom Woods house. Hide a little of the loose, Tom Woods house. Pass a cup, oh, you, Tom Woods house. Serving me, serving you, Tom Woods house. Podcast on Q, Tom Woods House. One syndicated fool, Tom Woods. Getting down at Tom Woods Over real cool, Ron Paul at the pool, and the fed foot is on the gold chains. Notice how sexy he says, bringing news of sucky bomb bruise. Can't cancel these dudes. Michael Heiss already knew what a conference got to started. Gotta call up the Jews. Ring, ring, holla, holla. Got Mises, got Rafa, got Rand, got Freeman, got Gene, got Block, got love for the others, all the sisters and the brothers. Lot Lloyd and the ladies, Liberty Doll and McKen Settle twins, free knots, Burwick, Chris Coffee. Libertarian and Larry Reed Pop Autonomous Zone at the Wildwoods Home State Potatoes Big Mad at the Free Market Zone Get down at Tom Woods House 
Nick is way too into this song. Dude. Dude. I love kitsch, man. And there's like nothing in the world kitschier than this. So, Insane. Yeah, that was a wild ride. So, uh, will this be performed live at the 2000th uh, special episode? I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. The only thing can we get? Can we get uh, Hoppa to do a verse on it? Any any chance that can happen? That'd be very just on Covenant communities, so to speak. You know, just something like. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Actually, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, we mentioned him in the song. He just it doesn't seem like it would be his jam, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's hard to get him to show up for stuff. But like, if you can, yeah, if, if, like, take, maybe take him, like auto tune him, like some of his speeches. Right. You know, like. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious! Please, oh, so, dude, that's, that, Jack, you have to do that for the next next have, hit. You have drop, you ever man. heard of the band Futuristic Sex Robots? Oh, no, they were okay. So they were they were a nerdcore band, a nerdcore rap group, like back cool, circa 2007, and uh, they released another album, Hotel Coral Essex, on Emporium.com, uh-huh. and uh, they have a song on there called Positronic Pimp, and literally all they did is they went and cut data, like snippets of data from Star Trek, uh-huh. into an entire verse. Wow. And it's f- like oh, just fucking unreal. It's it sounds so like it's the most up your alley type of music. <laughs> oh no, it is absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, so they like all of their songs are like fuck the MPAA, <laughs> shit like that. There we go. That's awesome, that man. Uh, it's, that's just that's just insane. Do you remember um, the internet in two thousand and eight and how awesome it was? I, so yeah, I, missed I missed some of that. Yeah. No, I, mean, I was using Facebook back, you know, about when it first came out. And I, I actually remember um, engaging with one of the first viral memes, which was a guy who posted, you know, a picture and, and his words said, if this gets one million likes, my girlfriend will have a threesome with me. And of course, it got a million likes. <laughs> so- <laughs> the first thing viral thing I remember was actually the OK Go video on the treadmills mm, on uh was that on YouTube? Well, it blew up on Facebook too. Okay. That's just, it was like real, real early Facebook stuff. Like, I'm talking was, like early 2006 was the uh, yeah. Facebook and I, I think I was like one of the fir- like one of the first schools that was on Facebook. Hmm. I don't think I had like maybe 50 people I knew wow. that were on Facebook at one point. I was funny. so disappointed when they went wider than schools. Hmm. But that I have on there. I have very. I don't think I have any recollection of any of that. I don't. I don't remember hardly anything early. I mean, I was into the MySpace. Like, it was, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. I was actually just showing my I was showing my kids the video of me on MySpace. On the, there's a band called Good Clean Fun. They did a mm-hmm. video um, called the MySpace song. Yeah, and I was and I was in it. <laughs> and so I was like showing my kids pictures of it, like me, like a hundred pounds lighter. Wow. Uh, last night, and they were just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're on TV." I'm like, it's not "Have you visited TV. your MySpace page?" um i have there it's yeah it took like everything down really everything's kind of off of it so mine has was a music page and like Mm -hmm. it shows all of the tracks Mm -hmm. but like you can't listen to any of the tracks it bums me out because some of the stuff that i left up there like i would actually love to have copies of because i don't know where it got lost in the years bummer that's a bummer would everybody here uh be on your top eight 
probably. <laughs> probably. Wow. Probably. <laughs> well, at this point, I avoid social media in general. So <laughs> I know. I, I think I'd probably pick the normiest people I could for my top eight. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I've already deleted everything off my Facebook page. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, understandable. Well, Jack, when did you start becoming kind of like an online personality type? Getting into, you know, you know how with the Anarchy Ball and mm-hmm. you know all the other stuff. The, hey, uh, I'm trying to log into MySpace, and it's saying, "Do you want to log in with Facebook?" And no. I'm like, I'm, "I'm like, do you want to sign in with Facebook or Twitter to use MySpace?" Like, what? <laughs> you derailed yeah. my question. That's exactly yeah how far it's coming. Yeah. Um, I know, I mean, right? I've always been, um, I guess you could say, into internet culture since I was very young. Uh, you know, when I, I was, you know, my early teens, I would be on like tripod.com building websites and stuff. And, uh, you know, I was on MySpace and things like that and even had pages back. And then again, <laughs> this is from the past, of course, not now. When I was a neoconservative, I was, and in that path, you know, I was uh, doing stuff, memeing in the early days, you know, we we're talking like, you know, early 2000s and stuff like that. Um, but I started to get more into the Liberty Sphere uh, in, I would say, post-2007. And then um, the most heavy would be, in, in terms of like really pushing memes, would be Anarchy Ball uh, early 2014. Uh, and Anarchy Ball started late 2013. And then I came on early 2014. Yeah, I guess I that isn't there like, there's like another anarchy ball. Like there was there was like several anarchy balls. And I but I you're the OG one. You you claim OG. Yeah, well, uh I mean it's a long story but the short of it is is that the uh guy who originally created it um you know, we started off uh, kind of with a smaller group. Then we had a lot more admins and mods over time and built things up. And then we had some downsizing uh, ideologically uh, <laughs> eventually, uh, as I, th- I would say things got interesting in the 2015, 2016 arena. Uh, and then there was some uh, conflict between me and uh, the original guy. And then he booted me about what was it, like late 2019. Um and then they lost their page uh, because the guy who created it got basically taken over by you know Russian spam bot hackers. He fell for one of those scams. Um, I thought it was communists. Um, no, it, it was just definitely you know we tried to like stop it, but it seemed like they were coming from Russia in this case, uh, not like you know like government something like that just your typical you know people online that try to scam people out of pages kind of thing and then they lost that too yeah like like, oh we'll give you two thousand dollars a month to post this you know and yeah and then they clicked the link and then they became the business manager and then they removed everybody kind of thing so a lot of people got scammed that way which i mean to me it was obvious but you know some people not so obvious that's the weirdest thing i've ever heard in my life there's some strange stories i could tell um and then rumors out there bro yeah they recreated the page and then that one went down he kind of like lost all steam because he alienated everybody uh from the page after that and uh, uh. and then i kept the legend going through anarchy ball og uh just because i was like okay well i'll, I'll keep some memes up and still create content so that's you know since one of the now, original admins 
No, I'm not confused that James has that shirt. I'm a little alarmed that it was within reach. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't actually even have to get out of frame to oh, get that, it. <laughs> so, uh, for the listeners right now, James just decided to throw on his Anarchy Ball shirt, which is awesome. Yes. It's just Classic. funny because I'm pretty sure my first interaction with you online, you said I was a rape apologist, I think. I'm pretty sure it was you. Um, <laughs> it was like around 2016. Er- uh, Jack, that would be you. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, yeah. Well, no, it was from the Anarchy Ball page. So I don't know if it was you in exactly, particular. Yeah. They, it could have been someone. Me. Yeah, because there was several um, admins and um, I would i don't know i'd have to see the context but it probably wasn't me yeah, it was a it, it was a it was i mean i i knew what i was doing i was like oh okay whatever you know i didn't really think much of it but it was we were discussing um <laughs> we were we were discussing the fact like it was it, of course it was a kyle wagner thread uh-huh. and kyle said something about you know typical minarchist and i was just like i kind of just threw up my hands kind of i was like you know uh-huh. what it's just as unrealistic as, you know, anarchy at this point. So like maybe if we got to, uh, uh you know, minarchy, maybe how, who knows? I might be happy with it. Who knows? Like I, we'll, uh, we'll never find out in your, li- and someone from the page was like, that's a cool rape defense or, or I don't know, something like that. And I was like, Oh, that's, all right, awesome. cool. that's something <laughs> like Ben would say. Ben, uh, was one of the, uh, original admins as well. Schneider. So he, um, I yeah. know one of them was from Maryland, I think. One of the guys was from mm-hmm. Maryland. I, I don't remember which one. It's mm-hmm. been so long. Like that's why. Like I was just sitting here thinking. I'm like, when I asked you the question, like, how long are you doing this? And you said like 2014. And they're like, I'm just thinking, like, damn, that was actually a really long time ago in internet years. Like that's oh, yeah. a long, long time. Oh yeah, very long. So good, so good. <laughs> <laughs> like really, it's one of those things that like made me look forward to having like the internet at all. Oh. You know, with some anarchy ball. Hell yeah. I mean, it was right. fun. I made a bunch of, you know, content stuff like that. You know, some of the main posters were Dimitri um, and Ben. And and then later on, this one guy who I really didn't like, he posted the most low quality memes. Um, that was Rasta Monkey toward the end. Um, oh. Yeah, he was just terrible. I, I'm sorry. I just do not <laughs> did not like him one bit. Um, he's part of the reason the page, you know, went. But yeah, I mean, it, there was a number of people who came through, um, you know, and even like we're just like kind of um i guess you could say uh mods and name only they never really did much like larkin rose was technically a mod and name only he never did anything but you know wow. we had a couple of those kinds of things uh through the through the days <laughs> yeah, so i mean this was this is all before you know, harambe died you know this yeah. is this is what god that's that mm-hmm. seems like so long ago in the grand scheme of things, I would call it, like, ah, I would call it the, the the dawn of the meme age. I mean, it was right, like it was a turning point yeah. in history, right? From you Ball know, there comment. was mm-hmm. there was the printing press was a big deal, then there was <laughs> the radio was a big deal, and then television was a big deal. You know, like, uh-huh. um, and then cable TV was a big deal. Then the internet was a big, de- you know, it's like, and then boom, you know. <laughs> memes memes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the original square memes with like you know a, a certain type of like face cut out with like just words on it remember the original like yes uh, overly tr- the, the um overly uh what do you call it uh girlfriend the overly attached girlfriend you had like the the based wolf and things like that and you had the rage faces uh, oh yeah yeah, and, yeah 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 right yeah the original 
means the, the most of the time i think back to it is like it's like the inspirational those inspirational uh posters that people just like turn into like beer pong things and and then that and then that created into you know uh a, a whole assortment of, of other types of topics and i feel like that's where and then oh and then of course the the really tired um oh fuck what's his name uh chuck norris stuff like a lot of the chuck norris stuff huh right oh, yeah. yeah like that mm-hmm. that's how i remember videos with him like you know uh basically showing him like fighting a bunch of people in like this big anime cartoon uh you know yeah i mean those are some of the, the old you know original meme content fodder so is that like back when lemon demon did that song ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny yeah. ultimate showdown exactly that's the name right mm-hmm. i miss yeah. him yeah i mean there's so many things that just you can't do anymore you, you know what i mean you will get just immediately shut down it's it's very but, not cool think about in this age of memes though like how much like teraflops of processing power is required by the deep state just to analyze our memes okay <laughs> like the the, the the photo recognition the the geotagging the trying to analyze the text and now they're trying to analyze like is this humor is this serious like what kind of extremist oh, yeah. are we talking about here <laughs> catalog like yeah. like map out networks like um i'm feeling like they, like huge, it must be huge arrays of computers that are just trying to look at memes and figure out like who the enemies are. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I spend a bit of time like back solving their algorithms in terms of figuring out how they're uh, trying to target uh, different people or content, and you know I've been doing that for a, a long time, just figuring out what you can say, we can't say, well, you know what they're looking for, because it is, it's like a, it's a crazy landmine. You know, it, it's like. Anything you could say potentially now can even, you know, even stuff years back they're going after, right? For things, you know, your sins of the past. Yeah. Like, yeah. Before, oh. the, before we even had these updated standards. Oh, you did something bad six years ago? Goodbye to your account. <laughs> I know. Extremist is extremist. You're an extremist. All right. Sorry. <laughs> you know, we got to, you got to check extreme, you know, yeah. Too, yeah. too extreme, you know, like, are you, you know, triple X extreme, you know. Well, and that's the thing we get into these we get into these conversations. I remember, like back in the day on Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, like we would just sit there and discuss, like, is it, are, you know, is libertarian? Like, that's that's stereotypical questions you'd bring up. Like, are you right wing or left wing? And mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm neither. I'm not. And I said, it doesn't really matter what you think. It's all that matters what you're going to get pinned as. And right now, like anything to the right of Bernie Sanders is, you know, you're a right wing. You, know? you so do it, not get to take my leftist cred. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh, it's just so it's like it doesn't matter what you're called so the extremists like it doesn't matter what you, you're like i'm not extremist to the government you are man you're you're just you are you're a right-wing extremist if you're not if you're not antifa and, and see that's but just what you get pegged it at. just just leave it at extremist that that just leaves it <laughs> wide open okay <laughs> right like i think you're really enjoying extreme, this title like, be, <laughs> because that is the purpose of of like of uh facebook twitter youtube it's like whatever extreme view is out there we want to just bring back to the center and maintain the status quo and just reinforce whatever the narrative is. It's voting. It's believing the election results. It's staying home. It's masks. It's vaccines. It's mm. climate change. Like they're just re- relentless, relentless, relentless. So um, absolutely. 
Yeah, what if they start calling us moderates? And they're like, yeah, we're labeling all these libertarians moderates. Well, well Dave I'm Smith is be. actually laying out the case that we are the moderates. <laughs> I mean, well, we're I mean, the only ones case. not talking about blowing people up. That's right. True. <laughs> what if you're an extremist moderate? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a moderate extremist. Yeah, we're, we're moderately extreme. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's take their words from that's that's what I always think when it comes to these things is the best thing you can do is to take whatever label it is that they want to throw at you and just to totally like steal it from them, take their gusto, because they hope that you react to it. In other words, the people who are trying Absolutely. to come up with these uh, labelings and dismissive tactics, they they are trying to get a reaction of people like, oh, no, I don't want to be that. But you're just going to say, mm-hmm. screw you. Okay, you want to call this whatever? I don't care. I, you know. I had my Facebook uh, religion listed as Nazi cuck for a while. <laughs> I was pretty happy with that one. <laughs> Uh, well, it's true. I mean, they yeah. do fit. Yeah, it's it's it, insane. I was in the Mises caucus. I mean, all of it, all of it right, checks right. out. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. That's just it. Is that at the end of the day, uh, you know, people can call you whatever they want. They have the ability to do that. You're not going to be able to physically stop them. So the best thing to do is just to make them look stupid, right? Because they're not going to be funny. Like the people who are always triggered about these things and are uh, trying to label and shame people are themselves humorless. I mean, they, they're they're so stupid and humorless that it's actually just a reminder that, oh, okay, if they're doing this, just shove it right back in their face and make fun of them. Just like people did with like all the banners, right? Oh, you know, here with the extremist content or exposing friends to extremist, you know, ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, oh, oh, yeah. You know, it. It, you know, that's all fun and all, but I also feel like they're going to show this to the jury and or this is going to be used to deny me bail at some point. OK, and legit. OK, this is the kind of shit they pull out. Like, I guarantee if I was you're going to when they get me, I will not get bail. OK, like just forget about it. They're going to be like I hate to break it to you. Deep fakes are really cheap now. They can have you saying anything they ever want you to say ever again they all they have to do is be relied upon they all they could probably just go through one or two episodes of punk rock libertarian podcast okay and and, and like (laughs) see extremist content like you heard him say right there he's an extremist do we have to say we 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 rest our case your honor you know to object to that <laughs> he said uh, blue lives splatter you know like isn't that enough like we're gonna have to deny bail for officer protection you're good <laughs> i remember during larkin rose's trial okay uh-huh. they showed on the on the screen that he was mm-hmm. there for for his tax disagreements right and um when he had, when he wrote, when he sent in his tax check, he wrote on there something like, I don't know, something like, you know, like uh, extortion payment or like, you know, like mafia payment, like anyway, some kind of like little barb on the on the comment on the memo. Yeah, it's up there on the screen for the jury, and the jury's being shown these like snarky <laughs> comments like on the check. Yeah, <laughs> like they will get anything they can anything they can to paint you as some kind of like you know and in, and in larkin's case they're like he's an anarchist yeah <laughs> well i mean look what they're doing to the people at 
you know, uh, the the January sixth, you know, stupid thing, you know, like at the Capitol building, they, you know, there is an insurrection of old women be- having the door held open from them as they walked in between the velvet ropes and took a selfie and walked out of the building. Right. Like, oh yeah, they're ext- yeah. right wing extremists. You know, the unruly like tour group. Oh my god! That, Just the, that the dude's been denied bail. Didn't he? It, I think that dude, that dude with the horns and whatnot, has been denied bail oh, yeah. multiple mm-hmm. times. They're in like right. solitary and, confinement uh, for obviously yeah. obvious political reasons. I mean, well, what did the been, guy really do? Isn't I didn't even see a thing this week. He's being forced to undergo like therapy. I don't know. I haven't well, seen. I think he only. What is it like? He ate like only organic food or something like that. Too or? much wrong. Too much wrong thing coming out of him. He's going to have a a therapeutic uh, correctional session. I mean, what what are we talking about? Speaking like, of judges, uh, I saw another crazy thing today. Apparently, like there's a judge that's demanding as part of your sentencing that you have to get vaccinated now. Wow. Oh yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, and like this one guy, like he signed on for it, and then he was just like. But I don't like it. I think it was like a gun charge and like drug possession. And he was like in the courtroom, they asked him if he was vaccinated. He's like, no, I'm not. And he was like, well, you need to get vaccinated. Like he said, it's it's his part to fuck. I wish I had the story up. I, yeah. I, yeah, I saw that like last week and I was blown away. I'm like, really? Like, this is what we're coming to. They got to get those. They got to get them vaccines out, man. That They're making it mandatory. It's just so funny how they're like, it's not mandatory. But if you don't do it, then you're just we're, you're going to lose your job and lose your house. It's but mm-hmm. it's completely voluntary completely voluntary yeah you know that pisses now, me a lot but oh god so yeah. many people who um have downplayed the fact that everything by and large that the businesses are doing in terms of their signage in terms of their rules has nothing to do with like the private market you know and people choosing and i mean and you see this consistently across every business that has pretty much put up a sign and me i'm i'm out a lot like there's there's people who literally are just homebodies and they don't go out I'm going out all the time to different types. We of, see the pictures, okay? Yeah, you, see the pic- you know I mean. All right, so you know, good. right? I'm out. My <laughs> life hasn't changed like, this year. I'm just saying. I like a good steak. So I'm out there and I'm seeing all the different signs from major corporate chains, you know, across the board. Whether it's places like Walmart or Lowe's or you know Outback Steakhouse, whatever. And I, I always read them or take pictures and, and just to track what it is that they're doing in the language. And at every point. You can almost always see it tied to state action, right? They're saying according yes. to or by local mandate or state mandate or executive order, and even CDC now, guidelines. Right. Even now, the update is in you know accordance with CDC guidelines. Those who have been vaccinated, you know, don't have to wear a mask, right? And if you have, please wear a mask. But it, it shows you it has nothing to do with some independent thought process in this their attorney no. in hr just sitting there and saying oh here's what the government says we don't want to be sued so we're just going to do whatever they say and that's you know what i mean of course was like, there an assumption that people were thinking before uh, assumption about no people were thinking i didn't ever be- oh. believe that was the case no independent thought for sure Right. Well, some places do like small businesses because we also go to a lot of mom and pop restaurants and things like that where they don't care. Like we, you know, we've been going to places where, you know, you can actually just talk to the manager. And we've had several managers at different restaurants say, this is all garbage. It's a lie. You know, we've seen it ourselves. Like it's just basically, you know, essentially a bad cold um, in terms of the effects by and large. 
and they're like, and we're going to be open no matter what. Like I've actively watched different small business owners say, yeah, screw this. We're defying it. So you can, you can just see the clear pattern that all of this is an orchestration of the government. And of course the corporate government partnerships in following those orders for, you know, depending on which actors for the sake of avoiding liability, or in some cases, because they're a part of what the outcome is. They want people to be forced to take this so that they can control and capture the market more, which is pretty sick. Yeah, it's just government outsourcing its tyranny. Like that's just right. the best phrase in every single time. Like, well, a private business. It's not private business because it's based all off of government mandates. Like exactly what you were just saying. Like based well, off what's their the point of. Yeah, what's the point of having a government <laughs> if corporations can't use it to do all the nasty work? <laughs> right right you won't even need a government yeah, you know? yeah. like why bother yeah it, it, it's, it's really weird it's getting to that point i mean you look at donald trump's now suing you know these these companies for violating his free speech and i'm just like mm, yeah like i, I don't I, i'm at the point right now where i'm just i'm so sick that of horse the left the barn attitude. dude like sorry it's yeah. gone <laughs> yeah well, what's what's scary is i'm I'm seeing the so I'm starting to hear a lot about the court cases for Trump and a lot of like people with PhDs now signing on to the shenanigans of the past election. And the bottom line is they can't make elections completely meaningless into perpetuity. At some point they have to slap back and make them trusted again. Mm -hmm. And the right wing reversal that I'm seeing happen in the next 10 years really terrifies me. What do you mean, right wing reversal? Because they, they over the, the way the manner in which they overplayed their hand. This shit's coming back to the right in a very dangerous way. When when the pendulum swings, yeah, right. Yeah. We've, we've got this like super pro police president, super pro police vice president in place, right? Didn't remember? Didn't he just like double federal uh, money yeah, for for, yeah. for police? Like doubled Trump. Like on front, like they're really, they're really gearing up. They've, they've clearly put cryptocurrency in the crosshairs. They've put libertarians in the crosshairs. They put extremists in the crosshairs. They're being very clear about who the enemy is and they are gearing up and they're, they've done this. They've done all the psyops. They've laid the groundwork. They got everybody compliant, you know, um, be, I just think, you know, people might want to be prepared because it's, uh, be prepared, Doesn't look good. be prepared. But luckily, we also have things like cryptocurrency, and there's a reason that they're they have to attack it. So you know, stack some cryptocurrency, use some encrypt encryption, do some 3D printing. Stack Absolutely. some meat too, everybody. You got That's that. All I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> your personal habits are your own, Nick. Freezer full of meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought this was some kind of weird, like super gay position where, like, every I, never mind. No, I'm not it would be super gay. It'd be super bi. <laughs> There'd be titties in there too. Oh gosh. Right. Like I, I only like my lemon sticks if there's like D cups attached to them. You know. Wow. It's quite the combo. <laughs> Only in a free market can you fully enjoy those things. So <laughs> that's why it was always it was so fucking hilarious that like I stumbled across Tom Woods, and uh -huh. that was like my introduction introduction to libertarianism, because like as far as like culture goes, like 
I'm one of the most libertine people you've ever come across. Mm. But it was like the fact that Tom Woods and I could have our own little hoppy and communes and just kind of be like, hey, weird guy across the fence. <laughs> let's trade. It's like on the was literally why I love libertarianism. It's like it's like the break it to you from but- full time. <laughs> Those, those hoppians might try to physically remove you, Nick. I just, well, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm over, but... like we're over the fence. We just trade. Yeah. We need to actually like okay. to hang out with each other. All right. Cause like, aren't they even against like jazz yeah. musicians? I... Like, isn't it one of those things? They're like drug addicts, jazz musicians, homosexuals. These need to be physically okay, okay, removed. So I mean, so this, is funny, this is the funny thing about this. So, like, who is like one of the biggest mm. hop promoters here in the States? It's got to be Michael Malice. Well, I don't know if you know about Michael Malice. He's not exactly the conservative one out of, no. out of our crew. Like Mister, uh, nothing in the world I love more than RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and he's got pictures with Hoppa. So, yeah. Well, it's because he can have a good time and like relate and kind of uh, you know move the Overton window with time. I think I think that's definitely happened within. Um, liberty movement at large i think the more that people get to know each other and meet up in person and have good conversations and you know interesting experiences it, it does broaden your mind you know what i mean like i think things like pork fest do broaden people's minds and, and think and where were you jack i'm sorry i know it's a long way from florida but dude i know you're busy yeah. but dude yeah, we yeah but you, you missed childerberg too and that was way closer bro oh wow wow you missed both jack Let's just talk about next year for Pork Fest. Yeah, yeah. Getting Jack. Okay, Who's coming getting, to Midwest Peace yeah, and Liberty Fest? You guys up there. What do, what do we need? What do we got to do to make it happen? Let's just it, make it it's happen. It's very tough. The, the block of time makes it tough with everything. We had a lot of events and other things we were doing this year, um, so it was, it was hard to take up time for it. Um, but it is something you know that would be nice to do. But would have, have you been? Mm-mm, no, I've never been. Oh yeah, this How is my first north, time. What's the What's your most northernest latitude that I've ever been? That you, yeah. Or, um, uh, upstate New York, I guess, because I was I'm originally from New York, so I grew up in Long Island. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't say, know upstate that. New York is a very wide label. It is. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh wait, everything that's not that one island. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Not, not nothing crazy. I've been. I'm from upstate New York, and I guarantee I've never seen where you're from. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's true. You're right, right. I never been to Snow Mexico, so there's that. But that's about it. <laughs> I take that's a euphemism for Canada. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I've never heard that. No, I mean, can, has anybody seen them in a year? Are they allowed to even see themselves? I, I don't know. Not, not really. Uh, actually, so I do like the School Sucks podcast uh, calls once a week or like we all kind of hang out and talk and stuff. And one of our guys in the group is from Canada. Mm-hmm. And I guess Quebec is officially doing vaccine passports. And he's like, well, I'm not sure what I'm doing about this. And I'm like, well, you should come visit me and then never go back. Yeah. I'll make room in the you know, house for you, buddy. Dude, we could do the Underground Railroad, you know, for people out of Canada if if need be. I thought we'd be escaping to Canada, but whatever. <laughs> Let's, you know, it's I think American. there's a lot of, it's. I think it's, I think the Canadian border is pretty porous. You can canoe across in a lot of places yeah. or Definitely. Uh, some wilderness areas or, uh, you know, I don't know. And the, I think the, the the cops wear these bright red jackets so you can see them coming. 
There's sometimes a moose and a squirrel too that might yeah. be on the border. But yeah. <laughs> I'd but be yeah. way more afraid of a moose. Yeah. Be completely honest, especially a talking one. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the danger that I've heard about going to Canada. It's like they they have the power to turn you around and be like, no, because well, because of blank, right? They turn mm-hmm. you around, then they send you back. Technically, now you've been deported, and now mm-hmm. they dump you on. U.S. immigration mm. bring you back in, and I think they're like, "Oh, we got some kind of, you know, we're gonna like." <laughs> but there's, then they're gonna search you, and you know, it's gonna be a thing, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna show you who's boss, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. even if the Canadian, I always thought, well, if the Canadians Don't turn me around, me so be it, time, boys. <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, I, I don't. I think I'd like to avoid those border crossings in general. But what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seaplanes. Let the lower standards for searching your digital devices across most jurisdictions. It's only a reasonable suspicion to search uh, laptops and cell phones. And actually, an 11th Circuit uh, case, uh, which is down the south, you know, area, it needs to be challenged. But they had a ruling that allowed them to even, you know, not without even like having any type of reasonable suspicion to search electronic devices. So. Yeah, Definitely. it's ridiculous. Um, one one tip I do know is that you power down your electronics because there's different levels of security. Mm-hmm. Like if it's off, that's the highest level of security. If you've mm-hmm. powered it up, but then you've gone into screen lock, mm-hmm. there's a it's going to be easier to compromise it. Mm-hmm. So to make it harder for them to compromise, being in an off state for your phones, laptops, mm-hmm. completely shut down is mm-hmm. the way to go. Yeah, pull out the battery. Hmm. But yeah, yeah I, most probably you should sure just you can't do that. <laughs> should probably just go with some kind of minimal device yeah. that doesn't actually have any documents or data, and just you know access your stuff from the cloud or remote mm-hmm. server. Right. Yeah. Get a burner phone for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't cross borders but, co- but yeah. you know who has time to do that right like i'd like to go back and forth between canada and mexico as a matter of convenience like having to like dump electric like you know you're traveling around north america where you're supposed to like put your electronics in a locker in montana before you cross into you know like, <laughs> like no it's not gonna work it's these goddamn government borders man yeah. I say you just stop in Montana and never go anywhere else. That's the that's <laughs> No, what, what I want is to have some kind of like, say they try to copy your phone. It mm-hmm. actually installs some kind of malware on their device and they have to give me Bitcoin to unlock their stupid thing. Right? <laughs> why, don't you, uh, why don't you pitch that to one of these companies? Like, oh, really? Like, oh, right you're going to you're gonna just walk up to my, my device and plug into this port? How, yeah. how bold of you? You know, like... <laughs> Well, you don't dude, know what's they, in here, you know. You I could have a special device that's just like, "Do not copy this top right. secret," you know, like yeah. extremist content. Do not look at this, you know, like as a thumb drive or something. And right. they just plug it in, and they're like, "Run, like, do not run this." Dot exe. <laughs> you have all these companies like selling de-googled phones now. You feel like that would be like just another script to add on to the damn thing, like. 
Yeah. Some kind of self-destruct. Just start, worm. Just, just start installing self-replicating <laughs> Trojans and shit. Yeah. Well, but, uh, we have James on on here, and all we're doing is just plotting crimes and saying extortion and. and <laughs> this is definitely going to be used in a trial. Yes. I mean, no, these phones have a lithium battery in there that's got a lot of energy. Could you trigger like a thermal overload of some kind? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Just hypothetically, <laughs> in Minecraft, in Minecraft, yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, uh, this is why I love having you on, James. Oh my God. You're you're the Extreme. you live up to your extremist moniker. Yeah, extremist content. That's I'm loving right the hair today, by the way. Oh, thank you. You like that? I got a little gel in there. Yeah. yeah oh it. yeah. Yeah. See, I, I shave. I shave most of my beard off today. So it's got like a, it's got like an aging Jerry Lee Lewis kind of thing going on there. He does. Definitely an aging the, something. Yeah. Minus the sex with cousins thing. I hope. Uh, <laughs> wait, don't knock it till you try it. All right. Don't kink shame <laughs> hey, on my podcast. Hey, I, I want Jack to tell us about the the comic book. Sure. Which one? <laughs> well, we, we just did that. You just did a new campaign. So why don't you give it? Can you, you want to give us a yeah. briefing on the. Yeah, I'll brief you or debrief you, whatever you prefer. Um, so basically the uh, latest comic that uh, I was just running a campaign for was Voluntarist Origins 5. And just for those who don't know, I run a comic book series called Voluntarist. It's a liberty themed comic book series uh, where it's got, you know, kind of mainstream narrative story built into it. But uh, the fundamentals the ideals the backdrop is obviously not supporting the state the state is seen as as an evil and it's not preachy it's not like meant to be like oh you need to like believe in liberty or something it's it's just actually meant to be a story where the uh, backdrop uh, ideals and principles are anti-state so i've been doing the project for about 10 years now uh, and this uh, current campaign is the fifth issue uh, that is in the series. It's a chronology of, of the origin story. And we finished the campaign hitting um, our second, actually, a stretch goal. So we, we funded over 100%, hit one stretch goal completed, and then also hit a second one. So it was very successful. Damn. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just awesome. It's a fun kick ass. Thank you. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So, now, do you believe that the success of the comic is entirely due to the libertarians with hot Asian wives campaign? <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, no, because I I've been doing this for way longer than I've d- done that. So I would say the success probably is tied a bit to longevity. Just having been doing this for a long time and having work product and uh, getting people bought in and enjoying it. So I have you know kind of a an actual mini fan base in a niche of a niche kind of way and uh just continuing to have a lot of cool perks and and different incentives for people to uh, join on in so you know definitely helps there the costumes are fun you gotta admit like doing the the costumes um Mm -hmm. the live the live costumes are cool so thank you yeah yeah i've done the super suit we've had some t-shirts in the past and things like that. So over the years, I've done only this. only you two could really pull that off. That, <laughs> I think like there's no one else in the entire like libertarian nope. sphere of existence, past, present, or near future that I can imagine. <laughs> allow me to cut to the bullshit. That's James coming on to you. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> that, was, that was his sideways way of saying you guys yeah. pull off the outfit. Pretty good looking. 
Yeah. Well, you got to admit they are. Are they not possibly the cutest libertarian couple out there? I mean, I mean, uh, they're pretty cute. They look um, like Florida to me, but I don't know. Me and Nick are hanging Alex, out together. We're pretty. You know, Alex, couple, Alex and his lady there. are pretty cute too. I mean, yeah. so <laughs> Nick's got some cake. That's all. He's got some cake. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, it's it's just fun to do uh, unusual things in, in the culture. I think you know i've been saying this for years just that it's really important for people who are doing things in liberty to think about ways they can engage in culture with music and movies and shorts and skits and comics and and the like it, it's absolutely that, um yeah exactly it, it just makes it so that people are really enjoying it it's not just purely academic or like some you know kind of like idea cloud in the sky kind of thing it's like it's a, it's a fun uh, way to get engaged with it and to uh help people see that it's it's something that stretches beyond uh, just being some dry thing about economics right there you know you can have fun with it you can enjoy it um and 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 create a, a true culture for it yeah you know, so many times if if you were not doing a, a libertarian comic book series like that's this ground that's just not it's completely taken over by like leftist culture and it's so mm -hmm. it's like it's we need to start focusing like you said on cultural things and i completely mm -hmm. agree like if you guys i mean if you're a design company like shit i mean even we need more libertarian teachers i'm sorry like at this point we're and, just like i don't care i think it's the art everywhere we need you to know, stop our, like, our... being so so like in our little niche and we get in our little pockets and we just stay there and i just i like it when you expand and we do something different and mm -hmm. i don't even care if get, get a job at the state you know i don't care well the problem point. with okay. artists james is that it's a it's the left brain right brain thing and well we have you know we have plenty of artists and i i treasure our artists you know like you know jack's a, a good example of, really of our of our creative assets you know jordan page um you know, like it's, you know, Tatiana, you know, we have some oh, great God. artists and creative people in our movement. We've got uh, script writers, yeah, but, but, filmmakers. But you missed the, miss the key. The key was they have to be good. <laughs> well, to each their own. Like Jack everybody is the has only one of those style. that makes anything that sounds contemporary. Tatiana has excellent do. intonation. <laughs> Okay, and I challenge <laughs> you to find Tatiana singing out of key. Okay, I She's good. challenge you to find her having a song worth listening to. <laughs> Damn, oh, she did graduate from Berkeley. Oh, She's, very She's a very, very good, uh, good person, I, I guess. It, the thing is, and just as someone who you know produces in the in content in, in a lot of these zones where it's very difficult, right? Like music is tough. Uh, doing artwork is hard. Doing short videos and stuff like that or skits, it's it's not easy, right? Like the equipment's easy, Tough. right? You can buy a camera. You can, you know, buy a sound rack. You can buy a mic, right? But there's a big difference between just buying equipment and knowing how to use that and orchestrate and produce something where you're having all the right elements come together. And I've produced music for 20 years and I still suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you need a good Jewish producer. But oh, there you go. <laughs> But uh, yeah, not a rapey kind though. Just you know, <laughs> wait, there, wait, there's a non-rapey kind. <laughs> I was so scared to say it. Um, we're banned. We're banned. Yeah. We that, that was God a great show, it. guys. You know, we're now. Um, my uh, uncle-in-law. He was one of the people that uh, Weinstein first called when he got arrested. <laughs> Because that's Are the serious, of, yeah, yeah. That so, like, in my family, like, we were in that genre of things of like producing it in TV and entertainment, other stuff like that. So, you know, what I mean, it, it's something that is its own specialized skill, and I think, uh, 
there's a lot of people who disconnect that from the art world is that um, when you see talent, talent is in and of itself worthless, right? Like you can't just say, oh, talent, oh, therefore you deserve famous, stuff like that. Like it actually takes a lot of different types of crafting um, and messaging and framing in would, order to take raw talent and turn that into something that I would actually are. argue that talent is probably a, a bigger detriment than it is a useful thing. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I'll say this. That's uh, so, why I've been so successful. So within my, my music career that I've done for 20 years, there there's one category of people that always loves me. Mm. And that's musicians. Mm. Like, no matter where I go, I will get musicians just tell me how fucking awesome I am. Now, meanwhile, I couldn't get 15 people into a room to watch me because they're all uh, musicians out playing shows. Mm. So yeah. what the hell is that? You know, what good is it? I, I always try to keep at least one guy in a band that I'd consider like a Joe Everyman mm-hmm. that's able to like say, yeah, I mean, that's a cool idea, bro. But like, no one's going to get it. So how about we just play it like this instead? Mm hmm. I feel like you need to have those people to kind of dumb it down to the masses. Hmm. It's, I mean, it, it depends because you have some unique, I've heard some of your songs and you have like a unique uh, style for sure. It, it's definitely not like your typical song that's getting radio play when it comes to trap music, you know what I mean? Or pop music and things like that. There, there are certain types of genres of music that are just going to be inherently more mm-hmm. socially popular. Right. And that, and that's a choice. You can make great music, but if your genre is not something that is currently hot, or you know that has a huge demand, especially young people and disposable income things like that, I mean, it just doesn't matter. I can read so, between the lines. What Jack's saying is, Eric, <laughs> stop wasting your time with new metal. The genre's dead. Release more of those fucking dope beats, bro. Them dope beats, right? Yeah. Well, so you're saying punk rock is not a good avenue to go down. Well, if you're unless you're leftist. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah oh god yeah we're gonna do a punk rock song eventually and, and things like that but it, it's Ooh. something yeah it's it's something that you have to do uh within i guess you could say a certain type of modern appeal and how it's mastered and how it's edited and uh i would and I, I i'm very tuned into the liberty sphere in terms of artists creatives and other stuff like that so i'm constantly surveying and looking to see who's doing what and the most common thing i see among artists who are you know they're like oh, i'm in a band okay let me take a look and see what you're doing is they have the fundamentals down for like their instruments right you're like oh, okay you can play guitar you can shred a bit you you know you you're you know your drummer's good whatever but they don't have the mastering that you need in terms of, of stylizing the sounding and customizing the song and having uh, uh, double ups and having echoes and having effects that makes it modern. So it doesn't matter if you sound good in terms of, oh, okay, you have a competent band and they can, you know, they can jam out or whatever. If you don't have the modern mastering and the modern producing, it just sounds like it's dated. It sounds like, oh, this is, sounds like someone who's, you know, jamming in 1999 to 2005 or something like that, like in their, in their garage. It just doesn't matter. You need to have really uh, quality mastering afterward and layering and things like that. So, I I, I would have to agree with that. I, I really would be because really or be actually great. You know, even if you're great, if you can't like drop it in yeah. one take. <clears throat> it it well not even dropping one take. It, it's it it doesn't matter how good of a singer someone is. Good singers are diamond does it. Good people can play guitar. I mean, you go on YouTube. See yeah, but how about the how about this? Tom Petty's yeah. famous. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan's famous. Neither <laughs> one of those guys could sing. Okay, so singing is irrelevant. Well, Rebecca Black Friday was popular. 
Well, so and not that a goddamn thing matters. I love Nick. He's hating on everything. I love it. I like the way they recorded old jazz albums. You know, it was pretty much like you drop everything and then you either keep it or do it again. Well, and if you, you know, want to be like, good in that sphere, you know how you record exactly the same way they used to record them. You ever listen to Squirrel Nut Zippers back in the nineties? Yes, they recorded all their albums the exact same way with the, the big old Ranko microphone in the center of the room, and they'd position everybody so you'd play live in the room. Hmm. And those albums sound exactly to period. Now, honestly, when they started recording with more modern techniques, their albums kind of started to suck because <laughs> what they did like Jack said, works only in the context of what it was. And you try to like doll it up and d- d- gussy it up, and it it turns into something that it's not. Mm-hmm. Next thing but, you try to play with click tracks and, you know, and like quantitized and whatnot, like it, you, uh, it takes, it takes it in a new place. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd just say you have to know your genre. Like that's the first step, right? Wh- what kind of genre are you playing for? And then after that, the question is, is to what extent um is your and if you're looking at, again for virality to what extent are you matching current trends of you know creative output in terms of the sound and the mastering and things like that but also to what extent is what you're doing very interesting because there's lots of artists out there right now who because of how they're putting out their music uh in terms of the messaging and the visuals go crazy viral i think for example tom mcdonald have you ever heard of that Rap artist Tom McDonald by any chance? Everybody hates me. Everybody hates you. That's yes, my favorite Tom McDonald. Okay, song. Just making sure that we're saying no. right. Okay, so right, so he's a great example. Him uh, and Nova Rockefeller, his girlfriend. Right, she was in the music industry first. She uh, left, learned some lessons, and eventually got together down the road. And she helped him out. She, you know, shot his videos, and she is, you know, setting up all these cool sets. But his voice is in and of itself not absolutely like amazing right you don't think tom mcdonald like oh my gosh he has so many octaves and he could really just melodic like no okay he's just white guy rapping and it's passable the beats again not the most cutting edge beats they're pretty mediocre beats i i really dislike his beats that it's his hooks are terrible i'm not saying that i'm not saying it's great but it's again it's modern passable and then what he does is the messaging with the visuals takes that next level, right? You have to pick how it is you're going to go viral. Are you going to do it through the words and the visualizations and make it go viral that way? Or are you going to try to be like, okay, I'm going to do a new kind of uh, combination of, of music in a way that's like really attractive and interesting. Um, for example, like the, the new upcoming trend would be um, emo trap, which mixes kind of like a emo rock with Trap we're, not, we're not already past the emo trap thing. I thought that was like five years ago. No, no, it's it's definitely um, getting more grungy. Because uh, because that, that was my 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 boys up in here in Cleveland basically started that trap house rave. Nice. Yeah. No. It's it's it's, it's the style of that music has definitely gained more, and it's coming back as often. You know music can come back in cycles of 20 years about and that's happening right now like the emo stuff from the early 2000s and the rock music and stuff is starting to get a little bit of a resurgence for remixing uh, in, in with modern music so you I mean you have to be able to see from that vantage like are you taking advantage of like a new type of genre are you visually stimulating people in a way that's like exciting with the words even if you're not again the best vocalist or you have the best you know rap beats behind it if you can do one of those things you're gonna get a lot of traction now I want to point out the one thing that Jack has not said you need or should do at any point in here. Do something new. 
<laughs> don't ever do anything new because you're you're not going to get famous for it because somebody will eventually take the new thing that you did and do it better than you did because they saw what you fucked up on. <laughs> well, I mean, new stuff can be good. Again, it's just the execution presentation, right? If you have a, again, these days when it comes to music, music videos, I think, push it more than songs. I mean, yeah, there's the era of SoundCloud rappers and, you know, musicians getting big off SoundCloud first. That's way oversaturated. It has been now for a couple of years. But if you are looking to get people excited, um, having the visual interest with the strong music video and tailoring it to a certain type of, uh, I guess you could say, niche or genre is much more likely to get you uh, the viral attraction that you're looking for. Otto, have I ever told you that Jack Broke sounds like Liberty? Who's that? No. Oh, why don't hey? Why don't we move this on to the after hours? Because I want to hear this story. So, are you guys cool to stick around for an after hour? Do an after hours podcast for our Patreon subscribers? Is that cool? We Jack, can. You good? We can do it. I, I mean, we're live on this channel, so I don't know how that's going to be after hours per se. But you know, how can we keep we'll, that going? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, can we invite the Patreons to just like join into the chat? <laughs> Ridiculous! Like, I love that. Keep adding more place. people. That'll be rough. Well, yeah, I mean, we could always just record it and uh, not go post it live if that's if that's possible. And oh, just kind of end, we can end this here and then re and then yeah, and we'll send it to another link. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's wrap it on my channel for now and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate everyone checking yeah. in tonight. Um, we. Uh, but before we go, Jack, you know, thanks for thanks for hooking us up with this. Uh, you know, sorry about the technical difficulties. But if uh, you want to let let our listeners know where they can find you if they haven't already, yeah, yeah, where they can find me, huh? Yeah, yeah find oh, what anything, man. What anything you want to push? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, the cool stuff that's coming up for right now would be uh, volcomic.com. That's V O L. V is in victory. V O L comic.com. Uh, that's where I do a comic book stuff. Our next event coming up. Uh, is with Spike Cohen. Uh, so we'll be doing that at uh, Reload Gun Range Saturday, July 17th. So a special event coming up there with FUEvents.com. That's P-H-O, FUEvents.com. And uh, independently of us, I hope to see maybe some of you and anybody else watching at the Tom Woods 2000th. I'm pretty excited about that. So TomWoods2000.com. Uh, that's going to be a huge party. Like, I'm really excited. When is that? When is that? October 16th on a Saturday. Um, it's at the Rosen Shingle, sh Shingle Creek in Orlando. So it's at a resort. So it's nice. It's, you know, it's, and it's everyone's going to be wearing shorts and Hawaiian shirts. Is that correct? I imagine there's going to be quite a few. <laughs> so Hopefully uh, chest hair outs, I'll ask. Right. Definitely. I think that's going to be a hoot. That sounds like I think that would be super fun. From what I know, it's it, it could very well rival Pork Fest in terms of the kinds of people who are there. I, from yeah, nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be square com by by comparison, no, but well, it'll I still understand. be fun. You're not gonna have like you know doing hookers off coke. Will you yeah. sign my book? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but there will be uh, oh, I saw you people. on that radio show. Oh. It, it, it's gonna be let's put it that way. It, it's gonna be a good time. So. Hey, was he just doing like, oh, a, fake, yeah. a, a fake Asian voice? There? That's not nice, yeah. man. Right no. in front of Jack. <laughs> Come on, right have some cooth. You're gonna anger all the gals, though. So. No, all right, Nick. Good. Well, uh, Nick, tell us about uh, tell us about your new your new little shindig you got going on so uh I, after a couple months off of uh, <coughs> podcasting I'm, I'm dropping the libertarian branding entirely and me and my wife are just going to be transitioning to full-on parenting podcast which apparently we're going to start off 
just totally ripping this NPR lady's book that she wrote mm. about raising kids. So I don't know, like if you're, you're probably going to still see her politics in it, mm. but you know, just trying to catch the the broader community and still get that one hour a week to talk to my wife. <laughs> and where can they find that? Uh, our listeners. NickBacone.com is always where you can find anything that I'm up to, which is usually links to punk rock libertarians or some other stuff of that nature. Yeah. Honestly, cool. I've probably well, done did more punk rock libertarians podcasts than my own in the past couple I, months. I think you have. I think you have. But it's uh, we appreciate it. We love when you come on here. <laughs> I love so. being here. I get to be salty and ridiculous. Oh, I know. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, all right. So, Right. Extremist. A lot of extremist content. Uh, we're we're going to take this on to the After Hours podcast. And if you guys are interested in hearing that, uh, we record it right after this one. Um, if you guys want to sign up for our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you can check it out. If you don't like using Patreon, we have other ways to help donate to the show. Um, so you can check it out at prlfans.com. Uh, we also have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get yourself a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and use the code PRL2, you get a 20% discount. Uh, we're also brought to you tonight by uh, Hidden in Plain Sight by Moral Bob. And, uh, and uh, who wants to help me finish this? You guys are going to have to help me finish this tagline, guys. So until next time, live free. Or die. <laughs> or else. <laughs> Alright. Good night. Satan's a good break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags and the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? Soldiers and gods in the death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in death point in a fine land. 